From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's podcast series, Currents, Awakening to the Flow of Spirit in Our Lives. Today, we welcome Courtney Malloway. Courtney is the Director of Youth Ministry at Old St. Pat's, and on this episode, examines the power of stories in our lives and asks us to examine what type of narrative we are writing. What chapter of your life are you in? Are you writing your wild and free chapter? Are you drafting your making a home chapter? Are you writing a wisdom chapter? Or are you writing the chapter about the time you tried eight new hobbies in a month? I feel like many of us might be working on this chapter. My husband joked the other day that he's in the midst of writing a chapter called Things My Wife Got Me Into. Stories and chapters are everywhere. A good book, your favorite movie, that binge-worthy Netflix show, the podcast you tune into every week. What do they all have in common? They're all stories, just in different formats. Literary scholar Barbara Hardy said, We dream in narrative, daydream in narrative, remember, anticipate, hope, despair, believe, doubt, plan, revise, criticize, construct, gossip, learn, hate, and love by narrative. The role of stories in our world has recently recaptured my imagination. Often when this happens, I turn to prayer and ask God why. So God, why is this concept of stories resurfacing for me? I think the obvious reason is that we are living in a very unique point in history. And someday books will be written about this time, about what we lost, how we grieved, how we coped day to day, and how our lives changed as a result of COVID. According to researchers, one of the greatest gifts to give children is the ability to tell stories, to help apply narrative to their everyday experiences, and to see a purpose and direction in the forces that shape their lives. Did you learn this skill? Are you doing this now? You see, the stories we tell ourselves, the perspective we take, the characters we include, the setting we have, can have a profound impact on our mental health. In a form of therapy called narrative therapy, the counselor focuses on the shape of the stories that people tell about their lives. Do they allow the problem to be the dominant character, or are they the protagonist? Narrative therapists try to help clients reframe the stories they tell about themselves, creating a still true story, but an alternative narrative that highlights the strengths and a positive view of self. Let me give you an example. Have you ever seen the movie The Holiday? It's a movie starring Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, and Jack Black. In the movie, Kate Winslet's character is hopelessly in love with a man who is constantly leading her on. And just when you think they're going to get together, he announces he's engaged to another woman. How could he? Don't worry. I didn't spoil it. All that happens in the first five minutes of the movie. The movie then tracks Kate's character trying to get over her unrequited love. Along her journey, she befriends an older man, a famous screenwriter, And he says, in movies, we have leading ladies, and we have best friends. You, I can tell, are a leading lady, but for some reason, you're behaving like a best friend. It matters the stories that we tell ourselves. While the older man is not a therapist, he was challenging her to reframe the story she's telling. Kate's character told herself she was a best friend, and therefore felt and behaved as such. The life narratives we create shape us. In writing my own narrative, I try to remind myself that I'm the leading lady, and that my anxiety can be a character in my story, but will not play the leading role. When life gets tough, I think about it in terms of chapters. Using narrative concepts is one of my main coping strategies for challenging times and in times of transition. I remind myself that what I'm going through right now is not my forever reality, but only a chapter of my story. The pain of the breakup, the move to a new city, and uncertainty of finding community, the exhausting job, 
the tense family relationships, are all chapters. And I can decide what my response will be. I can help write the next chapter. My next chapter could be about reconciliation or feeling lonely or having a grand adventure in a new city. Narrative helps me to cope, to remain hopeful, and shape my life in a positive direction. We can't always control the circumstances in which we find ourselves. Natural disasters, sickness, death, they're all a part of life. Why bad things happen is another podcast for another day. (laughs) But what we can control is our response, our narrative. We can write the next chapter. Narrative also encourages me to be an active participant in life. Somehow thinking about the future stories that I want to tell grounds me in the present. It makes me want to create those stories right here and right now. So applying narrative to our life experience is beneficial. But what can applying narrative to our faith do? Let's think about this in broad strokes for a minute. Let's think about the relationship between your life and faith. What role does faith play in your story? Is it a chapter? Is it a character? Is it a theme running throughout your whole story? The first half of a Catholic Mass, the Liturgy of the Word, is entirely devoted to storytelling and narrative. We gather to listen to the stories of how our ancestors encountered God, stories about Jesus' life, and stories of the beginnings of church. As we hear the stories of the burning bush and God calling to Samuel and Jesus healing a sick man, I think many people stumble into the pitfall of thinking that God's interaction with the world belongs in the history books. Applying narrative to faith can remind us that God is still active in the world. At Old St. Pat's, I have the distinct pleasure of getting to work with the high school students. Every summer we go on work tours, or our version of service trips. And on the first night of every work tour, I read a passage from Father James Martin about the art of paying attention. He claims that God has our fingerprints all over the world, and we can see evidence of God if we simply pay attention. So each day on work tour, we practice the art of paying attention. And at night, we gather around and tell one another the stories of where we encountered God during our day. We work to create the narrative of how God is working in our world. Many spiritual writers talk about how the story of God is not over yet. It's not a historical event, but one that is being written presently. And we get to help write that story. We get to share the good news about how God is working in our lives and how we're helping to make the kingdom of God a reality. I recently read Rachel Held Evans' book, Inspired, an excellent read and a refreshing perspective on the Bible. In it, she talks about the relationship between narratives and faith. She says, Jesus invites us into a story that is bigger than ourselves, bigger than our culture, bigger even than our imaginations. And yet we get to tell that story with the scandalous particularity of our particular moment and place in time. We are storytelling creatures because we are fashioned in the image of a storytelling God. May we never neglect the gift of that. May we never lose our loving for telling the tale. I love that quote. I love the ideas that she has there, that we're invited into a story that is bigger than ourselves and given the gift of getting to be one of the tale tellers. What if you were to write a modern day gospel, the gospel according to Jenny or Aaron or Ryan or Nick? Who's your audience? What stories would you include? How have you witnessed God? What characteristics of God are you trying to communicate? Or what if you were to write a letter to a family member or a friend, like the letters of St. Paul and St. Peter? What would you share to encourage them in their faith? Would you share how God has made a difference in your life? What would your advice be for how to make the world God envisioned a reality? In writing my faith narrative, I remind myself that I was not created to simply be a consumer of faith stories. You see, we were created to be writers and storytellers to notice and share the good news and to create the good news, to be vessels of God's spirit in this world, in your particular moment with the particular people who surround you.
My prayer for us is that we will continue to narrate our lives in a way that helps us to cope with the present and holds hope for our future, that our life chapters bring glory to God and fulfillment. I pray that we will pay attention and narrate God's fingerprints in our world and use our lives to write a chapter of the big, amazing story of God with us. Amen. Thank you to Courtney Malloway for being on today's episode, and thank you for listening. For more information about the resources available at Old St. Pat's, please visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. I'm Kate Anderson. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast. <music>